0: Hey guys, Hunter here. Wanted to ask you a quick favor. We're really trying to grow the podcast and podcasts typically grow by word of mouth. So if you got a friend or family member who might be, might be interested in this podcast, please shoot them a link so they can hear it and hear the good word of health and fitness. Now let's get to the show. We're back with the Coyote Fitness Podcast, Hunter here with Caleb, and we have a very special guest back in the studio today. So special. <laughs> the the only person who has been on every single episode of the Coyote Fitness Podcast, if you listen long enough to the very end, you will hear him. The one and only Chris Allen,
1: silky smooth. <laughs> Glad to be back. He's
0: back. He's back. First time in the uh, in the uh, Flowwood recording studio. What do you think about it, Chris? Yeah, I love what you've done with the place. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, Chris just skipped right over the uh, win- windowless closet we shot in for a couple months, and he's in the nice open studio where you can look out the window and watch the birds, like Tyler likes to do a lot of the time. So, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, we we invited Chris on because we want to catch up and see how things are going. Uh, we we miss you around the uh, around the gym and want to get caught up on um, on how life has been, man.
1: It's been good. Definitely uh, <clears throat> definitely missed being here. I got to uh, got to sit in on a little uh, little roundtable meeting with all the coaches, and uh, that was that was really cool. Uh, really cool to see. Um, just as I uh, suspected, around here um, we continue to. Everybody's continuing to take uh, take steps forward, and always uh, always hitting on uh, hitting on the basics. And
2: uh, I appreciate you talking about me like that, Chris. <laughs> Anything about the rest of the coaching staff? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, everybody everybody was uh, was great. It seems like uh, like Tyler's taking on uh, some more uh, some more key roles. That's really cool to see. And um, it was a uh, you know kind of the first time I've gotten to hear from a lot of the uh, a lot of the new coaches. Um, you know, definitely I think there's a lot of a lot of excitement with this generation of coyote coaches and um, uh, it's been uh, it's been really cool but um yeah everything's uh, everything's been good with us if uh, uh, if you don't know if you don't know me or if you just wondering where I've been for the last six months I've uh, I've been uh I've been I've been been on sabbatical been yeah. trying, to get, trying to text him but he's just not answering. Uh, wasn't there another guy yeah <laughs> um, so i've been uh so i've been uh coaching and teaching at mclaurin high school that's uh down in a uh, star mississippi just a little bit south of florence and um so i started uh started last summer doing the uh doing the strength and conditioning for the football team and then when school started i uh, took over the uh strength and conditioning for all sports guys and girls and uh coached football during the uh during the fall and uh Stepped immediately into uh, into coaching uh, into coaching soccer as soon as that was done. So I've been uh, so I've been I've been really busy for the last six Chris, months. Chris,
0: when you told me you were coaching the soccer team, I just I just started dying out laughing <laughs> because Chris, if you know Chris long enough, you've heard him disparage soccer in some form or fashion in the past, and now he is a leader, and molder of men and women soccer.
1: <laughs> well, not women's soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're yeah, not. I, th- uh, I thought no, you were doing just men's soccer, just men soccer. The guys. Yeah, I, I, I told you when uh, when I found that out that. Uh, that's uh it either shows you that god has a sense of humor or he's punishing me for my sins <laughs> and I haven't decided which one i well, think
2: the united states has taken steps towards the yeah, 2026 yeah, world yeah, cup that yeah. we're going to be hosting so uh i hope you know you're a part of that now you are no i'm glad to hear it <laughs> <laughs> well uh tell us how the uh the fall went with the football
0: team and the in the weight training and everything how, how did you enjoy that
1: well the uh, uh from a football standpoint it's definitely a uh, definitely a rebuilding project we um Uh, we're trying to um, we're trying to really just kind of build a sense of uh, build a sense of accountability and um, just a sense of uh, you know not being uh, not being satisfied with uh, with where you are in terms of just your uh, your abilities as a uh, as an individual athlete and then just the uh, the athletics program in general and uh, so we had uh, we had a decent turnout over the summer for the uh, for the weight training Uh, definitely could have been could have been better but it went well we had some uh, had some good results and uh with the uh as far as football goes <clears throat> we were uh we were short on numbers and we played uh we play in in a district with um uh, that had uh three of the top six uh top six teams in 3a all of them were playoff teams and all of them were really really good and so we had a we had a tough time but uh our junior high shows uh, shows a lot of promise got a lot of good young talent coming up and um with uh with the weight training, uh, it went really really well. It was a lot of uh, just trying to just trying to figure some things out on the fly because this is my first time working in a school system, and um, so kind of understanding how the uh, how their how their schedules work, and then how to take that and how to fit it into uh, how to fit, how to fit a program that's going to that's going to uh, optimize our time that I that I get with them. Uh, that was the uh, that was the biggest challenge. So. The way that it works is we have our first block every uh, every morning that uh, lasts about an hour and a half, and um, on A days I'll have the boys in there, all of the uh, all the, the all the male athletes, and then on B days I'll have all the girl athletes, and uh, it's it's set up as a class, like it's technically a PE class, so uh, so they have so the the kids like they have to sign up uh, for it, so I had more guys sign up for it than uh, than girls, obviously, so. Uh, we're trying to. One of the big goals for next year is just to increase the participation from the girls and uh, get them in there and just kind of using the using this first semester to help them help them realize. You know, I'm not trying to get in there and get them in there and just crush them before they have to go to class and all that kind of stuff. You know that this kind of stuff is going to help them. But so we had some low participation with the uh, with the girls, so not really just a a whole lot to write home about on there, but with the guys uh one of the one of the biggest things that I was most proud of this uh this year was with the uh, with the football team we had no non-contact injuries. Oh yeah. We That's had big. no had no pulled hamstrings, no quads, no uh no ligament damage or anything uh, or anything like that. And I mean of course it's football, you're going to have you know things are going to happen. But no uh no non-contact injuries. I was really really pleased with that, man. And then um we did our, uh, we did our end of the, uh, end of the semester testing, and um, I, just like, uh, just like we do with fitness, I try to come up with, okay, you know, what are some good, uh, some good benchmarks, some good indicators of whether or not we're getting better, and where we're progressing, so I kept it pretty basic, we, uh, uh, we power cleaned, we bench pressed, and we, uh, and we back squatted, and then, um, and then I looked at, uh, uh, we did, uh, we did a standing, a standing 20-yard dash, just with the uh, just with the, with the facilities that we have and um, where I can actually take them to train and stuff, I didn't really have a good stretch of 40 yards without putting them on the, on the game field, and I really didn't want to do that, especially with, you know, with the guys. I'll have uh, 40 to 50 of them in the morning. Mm-hmm. and um, so, so, we, so I did that, and we had an average increase of uh, nine pounds on their power clean, 11 pounds on their bench press and 25 23 pounds on their back squat and then their 20 uh, their standing 20yard dash times went down uh, a little bit over a full tenth of a second wow. So that was uh, so that was really cool and it's created a lot of buy-in. you know just uh, just like we did uh, we did here. I want them to be able to have numbers that they can see that they can focus on. And so when they see those numbers going up or dropping with the sprints, it keeps them. Uh, it keeps them motivated and keeps them coming in there, and um, you know, really, uh, really attacking the uh, attacking the training every day.
2: I'm curious. You know, more than likely, there's not as many high school students listening to this right now that like um, than parents. And so, for for your like you being inside the school, what are the things that lead to the most success? For so for the parents listening who are members and have kids who are in junior high and high school. And you're the coach who's on the inside. What are some of the things that you saw that were, um, I guess, the most impactful? The, the kids that made the most improvement. What are some of the things that, um, I guess, that they had in common?
1: Probably the <clears throat> the same things that uh, that we see in here. Um, main thing was uh, was consistency and uh, and uh, being uh, being coachable. You know the the ones that, the ones that come in every day that are fired up about training that are willing to uh, you know hear what I'm telling them to do and then put it into uh, then put it into practice. You know we've got we got a lot of guys that want to uh, are still wanting to do things their own way. They come in and they're fired up, but, but they you know I tell them to uh, I tell them to do something and you know will they do it? You know maybe maybe not. Um, I actually I had a situation with uh, <clears throat> with a guy who was showing a lot of promise was definitely getting stronger. And he comes in really fired up every day to, uh, to want to, to want to lift. And, uh, we were going to retest our back squat. And so I had them, I had them build up based on percentages. So I was like, you know, we're going to do five, five reps at this percentage and then slowly build up with single reps. And then, I, and then we were going to do one rep at 100% of their max plus five pounds. So whatever your max is, put five pounds on there. We'll do one rep uh, at that, just so you know. That you've got that in the tank, and then if we uh, if we've got some more, we'll go on up. This guy put forty pounds over his max <laughs> on the first one, and got absolutely and got crushed. Oh, got absolutely folded up and crushed. And uh, so, so I had to pull him aside after, and say, like, "See, now you understand why I'm asking you to do these things." And uh, but um, and the other thing too with uh with kids. Uh, especially just with the uh, with the community that we're in and uh, what I would say to the parents, if you can monitor just trying to make make sure that they are you know doing the doing the right things at home, making sure that they're that they're getting uh, getting three meals a day, that they're getting as much sleep as possible, that they're not uh, that they're not staying up all night and things like that. but um, with the uh, with the community that we are uh, that we are in, um, it's a lower income community and a lot of our, Uh, A lot of our parents are working multiple jobs and things like that. So a lot of the kids, they spend a lot of the times at home by themselves. You know, it's definitely not all of them, but uh, but a good, you know, good solid percentage of them. But so those are things that, uh, you know, as a coach, you don't have a whole lot of control out of. So I really try to do everything I can to control what I can control in my space. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, just making sure that, I create an environment, an environment that's going to allow them to kind of be themselves a little bit. You know, they're gonna get you know kind of loose and fast with the rules sometimes, and you've got to rein them back in. But uh, you know, I want them to, I want them to come in and be fired up and be excited. And uh, but then also the ones that can take that and still listen to the things that I ask them to do, they're the ones that really showed the most improvement.
0: You said what was the back squat improvement that you you had on average? Twenty three pounds over a semester.
1: Uh, over uh. Yeah, 18 uh, 18 weeks.
0: So if you extrapolate – so you say like somebody comes in there in 10th grade and they add 23 pounds in the fall, Mm -hmm. spring, fall, spring. They do it two times. That's like 100 pounds to their back squat. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, they're like a completely different athlete on the field their senior year. And so it's so cool that you're able to have that average across those kids because – they might not see it in the first semester, but after three or four semesters of it, all of a sudden everybody's gonna be like, Gosh, you're all your guys on your team are so big and strong and fast. What are they doing? Like and that is like we talked about this before on the podcast. A hundred pounds for a high school kid is the difference between like being in all-star on the field or somebody that sits on the bench and it's just all, especially for football it just comes down to strength and if you can squat 100 more pounds than the next guy that they're going to have a hard time tackling you're 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 not going to have a hard time tackling them and so it's just getting them to buy in and get that consistency is literally going to change uh their outcome as an athlete in the couple of years that they're there so that's really cool to hear
2: what are the biggest things you took from your time coaching you know as you guys that know chris know i mean you've there are thousands and thousands of classes that you coached at Coyote. What are some of the most, what are some of the things that you do now that you learned from that time and just being able to see athletes every single day? Um, I guess, what are some of the biggest things that you brought with you that maybe the coach before or some of the other high school coaches may not be doing um, that you learned specifically in, at Coyote and that you, you implemented while you were here?
1: I think the biggest thing that jumps to mind is uh, being able to, uh Uh, being able to manage a room I mean I've got a my uh, my my weight room is uh, is not very big and and I'll have 30 to 40 in there at a time and so you've got to be able to be big in the room you know there's if you I I really want to make sure like if you were to come in and you were to watch me uh, run my sessions there is zero doubt who is uh, who is running the program and who is in charge and I have a visited other uh, other high school weight rooms where i've looked around i really i wasn't really sure who who was actually uh, who was <laughs> yeah. actually Who's doing the that student? <laughs> yeah exactly so uh that's a that's a big thing and but then just also um and it's a it's a learned skill with uh when you're dealing with high school kids is trying to uh trying to be the same person every day so that they don't feel like they're on a you know i don't want them to come in and you know feel you know feel nervous or uncomfortable or or things like that especially my female athletes i really try to uh, make sure that i keep it very even keel with uh, with them but uh, with the uh, with the guys you know especially especially young boys man though like i said they'll get a little crazy in there sometimes and every now and again i don't like doing it but sometimes you got to put the drill sergeant hat on and you've got to you know you got to remind them that they need to, that they need to get back in line but i try to explain like there is a reason that you are, you know, you're going to do it this way, and we're not going to do it that way.
2: I think we we talk a lot about that. You know, my job is, um, as helping our coaches and developing our coaches and the operations of our gym. Those things that you talked about are crucial because if you have chaos, then you have an environment that's not safe, first of all, and that's yeah. a huge thing when you're working with young athletes. Um, but you also, it's amazing how much time you can lose in the chaos, and you realize that you're losing a lot of that precious time that you have to make progress and if you don't make the most of every minute then you're in a situation where you just realize at the end of the year you've probably lost hours of potential training that you have and so the way that we do that is by structuring things and people i think that come to our sessions at each of our gyms that's one of the things that's very recognizable is that there's a structure to it and We've done the math on that. We're adding almost a month of exercise to people's lives by structuring things the way that we do and by trying to save five minutes every yep. session. And so people that come four days a week, they're getting 16 hours of extra work at the end of the year. And for people that come four days a week, that's a month of extra training that they get to do. And so um, that's where I, I learned it from you. I learned the ability to, you know, when you have a Saturday class and there's 30 people, if you if you don't take control of it, people lose value. So you're actually giving to them. So that's really neat. Um, And then what you talked about with consistency in the ability to build trust. And when you have young kids who maybe have an environment at home or they have that inconsistency, we all can probably think about high school and the inconsistency and being hurt by people that are not trustworthy and they're your friend one minute. And you know there's all that drama. So to have someone they look up to who shows up every day is the same, you're consistent, you bring the same energy, uh, that leads to a sense of trust that actually gets them to buy in and that creates a safe environment where they make progress.
1: Sure, man. Uh, and it's really, it's really easy to, uh, uh, to drop the ball on that sometimes. And I've been, um, you know, I've definitely, I haven't, uh, haven't been perfect. You know, it's learning how to deal mm-hmm. with, uh, with younger kids and learning, you know, what, uh, what it is that's going to make them respond and get them to do what you want them to do. But, um, the good thing though, is like since I'm not just doing the strength coaching that I'm also coaching, uh, coaching sports is I do get to tem- uh, spend time with them outside of the, uh, of the weight room. And so when I get, um, when I get out there, like when I would go to football practice, that was a good time for me to actually kind of, um, you know, relax a little bit and I, and I get to have fun with what, uh, with what I'm coaching and, you know, in between drills and during water breaks, I can get in there and get to know the kids a little bit, a little bit more. And, um, that's, uh, that's where the relationship was built mainly because with the way that our program is structured in the weight room, the, the, the time, like for to just have conversations, there's almost none. Mm-hmm. So the way the the way that it works is I'll have I'll have the entire group warm up together. We'll do our dynamic one. We'll do plyos. We'll do sprints. And then we'll go off season group. We'll go into the weight room first in season group. will stay with their sports coaches to do walk a walk through or whatever they want to do. And then they'll flip. So I've got, you know, 50 guys that I've got to train and they've all got to warm together. They've all got to get, or two groups have got to get their lift. And they've got to get that done in an hour and a half with enough time to be able to get in the locker room, get changed, get mm-hmm. cleaned up and whatever they want to do because they got to go to class right after that. Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm curious, Chris, what do you, how do you handle the nutrition side of things with, with the kids? Cause we know how important that is. And I, I can only imagine it's super difficult with kids with all different types of backgrounds and they're not really choosing what kind of food they have in the house do you discuss that at all or do you just kind of leave that up to them
1: yeah if um <clears throat> m- uh, most of them have have come have uh have brought up the conversation first and yeah you've got you've got to be really really careful with how you approach those uh those kinds of conversations with especially with the um uh with the demographics that we have but uh, I just try to first and foremost just make sure that they're eating enough mm-hmm. you know I, t- I talk to them about you know just make sure that they're trying to that they're you know, don't skip lunch. And if you feel like it's not a, if you feel like it's maybe not a healthy option, you know, eating it, eating the less healthy option is going to be better than skipping a meal completely. Yeah,
2: We've talked about, I talked about that with, uh, with clients a lot, the kids who I'm yeah. working with from different schools. And it's funny how the nature of people who are underweight or undersized, their nature is to, oh, that's a little unhealthy or that doesn't seem right. I'm just not going to eat. Yeah. And for them, it's the opposite. Yeah,
1: exactly. And, um, some of them have had, uh, <clears throat> have had questions about supplements and things and you kind of have to talk them down off of that ledge a little bit. Bucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot of that, a lot of that. So, you know, guys like they'll, they'll, uh, they'll take their, their pre they they're still drinking their pre-workout as they're walking into the weight room. It's like, well, number one, it's not going to do you any good now. <laughs> and, uh, no, uh, number two, you know, just, uh, uh, an extra hour of sleep and a cup of coffee will probably do you just as good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. What uh? So what's what's next for you in this next semester? Now that football season's over, what are you doing in this in the spring semester?
1: So we've got three more soccer games when uh, when we get back, and then uh, once that is finished, it'll pretty much just be uh, uh just be the uh, the training with the athletes until spring football starts, which will be uh sometime uh, sometime around um. Late March,
0: so they hadn't roped you into baseball yet.
1: No, <laughs> no, and they uh, and I don't uh, don't believe that's going to uh, that's going to happen. But um, uh, that that was one of the one of the big things that I discussed with me and uh, with me and Katie both uh, with Katie coaching softball. We really didn't want to have both of us in season at the right. same time.
0: Do you? So that's the class that you teach. You're not teaching anything else. I'm, t-
1: I'm also teaching a regular a standard PE class as well. Oh,
0: okay. What do you do in <clears throat> regular PE class?
1: So we. Uh, We've got we've got a, a fitness center which is uh, which is decent. Um, they they got some kind of a grant. I forgot what it was, but there was basically three uh, three schools in all of the United States that got this grant to put a, a fitness center in their school, and McLaren wow. was one of them.
2: Huh. Sweet.
1: And I mean, and they've got uh, you know uh, good stuff. They've got medicine balls. They've got some um, you know cable pulley machines and things like that. And so uh, that's been uh, that's been for me just. We focus mainly on just going in, teaching them, you know, about you know what is a an upper body pull, push, and uh, and lower body pull and push, and how to uh, <clears throat> how to program uh, how to program things uh, for yourself, making sure that you're not doing too much of one plane or one motion. And then we'll go from there. And then we discuss. Uh, we'll go into a classroom and discuss different uh, different sports and um, like you know we'll have like a little. A uh, time we go over things about volleyball, and I'll have them, you know, okay, let's uh, it's it, uh, you know, uh, write uh, write three paragraphs on um, you know, the how volleyball got started, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's part of like they want to try to incorporate uh, reading and writing into all their classes, including PE. So it'll be things, uh, it'll be things like that, and it'll just uh, you know, shift from um from just one focus to the other throughout the semester.
0: Man, that's cool. Well, uh, so if say somebody's listening and they got a, a high school athlete. What's uh, one or two pieces of advice you give, th- give to them if they're really trying to improve, uh, in their sport that they play
1: just first, um, uh, to, uh, to get the, uh, to get the basics down, uh, get the basics down first. If you've got a, you know, you got a coach who, uh, who's experienced and knows what they're doing, listen to what they have to tell you. Don't be afraid to, uh, to do it right before you do it heavy. And, um, and also just uh, focus on uh, focus on consistency because when you're a kid, you ne- you just you never know when the switch is going to uh, is going to flip. You know, you go through uh, you go through uh, through changes when you're a kid, and then all of a sudden you uh, you know you go from a, a young man uh, you know a, a little kid to a young man overnight. Um, I'll give uh, give an example. We had a kid who was already pretty strong. He's a ninth grader this year, granted, but he was he had a uh, uh, I think a 350 back squat going into Ooh. yeah, going into the uh, going into the uh, the football season. Yeah, I mean, definitely nothing to uh, to shake a stick at. And you're already, you know, this kid. Yeah, this kid's gonna be good. He's gonna be strong, and we're looking forward to his progress. So he, yeah, 365 squat going into the year, and then we trained all throughout the season. We we got a, we had a, got at least two lifts in all throughout the season. We get done with football. And then two weeks later, we, uh, we're we going to go ahead and get numbers on the football guys after the season, and he squats 405. Oh, gosh. You know, just out of nowhere. And then and then I think he got five or six solid weeks of training from that max until the end of the semester, and he did 450 like it was nothing. Like <laughs> I, I stopped him at 450. Gosh.
2: When is that coming for me? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> maybe it's, yeah, so maybe what? I'm just so a how late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: And uh, so you just, you, you just never know when you're, when you're that young. You just never know when the body's going to respond, and then you just
0: start seeing the results. Man, that's, that's awesome. How old is that kid? ninth grade not
1: gosh ninth what? grade ninth grade he's also he's also our, our our only lineman who ran sub three in the uh in the 20 yard
0: dash. so if you're in McLaurin's district just figure out what number he is and stay on the opposite side of field from him
1: well he yeah he, he's gonna play both ways for us
2: so yeah he, stay
0: away from him yeah we expect
2: big things so from you him. should be a kicker yeah. <laughs> that's about that's your what, only shot that's what I did
0: oh man that's that's cool so uh What's the long term plan with you? You think you'll you'll stay at McLaren for a while, Chris?
2: I really
1: like being over there. Yeah, yeah, I really do. I really do enjoy it. I've got a great administration, and um, I really like the uh, really like the the head coaches that we've uh, that we've got, and everybody's everybody's really bought in, and I'm really really looking forward to seeing uh seeing how the how the program grows and what i can do there
0: man that's really cool you know in, in a couple of years those kids are going to be really realizing how much progress they've made and they're they're they all will realize how lucky they are to have you because um you are a great coach and we we definitely miss you at coyote and um you know it's we're coming up on 10 years since coyote open yeah. in march which is uh which is crazy and you're a huge huge part of that and people ask about you all the time and so i'm glad you got to come on and um to uh, give everybody an update, Caleb, you, anything you want to add before we uh, move on to the next section?
2: No, I'm just proud of Chris stepping into the role as the soccer coach. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, we're gonna have another episode where we dig into more of that. We maybe have some filming, some under, some secret I, I, filming I, I, of that. We can you release.
1: Had, you have me mic'd up. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I had uh, Isaac put Chris's head on uh, Ted Lasso's body <laughs> <laughs> for pictures I and send it to him. Whatever. <laughs> whatever i found out about isaac the meme the meme king no this
2: this has been cool chris uh before we shot this we just did a we just had a class in here and uh when i introduced him i realized we had probably there were i think 19 people in class and there's probably you know 15 well maybe 14 13 14 people who don't even know who you are like (laughs) it's it's amazing how we've grown and it was fun to get to share with them and kind of just say like this is where we learned, you know, this is where I learned everything I know about coaching and, uh, you know, to to get to see you. I hope you're I hope you come around more. And uh, it was just I think it's been a it's been a fun thing for people to get to see a lot of where we've come from. And, you know, think back about uh, all those years.
0: Oh, yeah. A lot of years. A <laughs> lot of years. Um, all right. So let's move on to the next segment outside the box. And uh, Chris, why don't you tell us where you uh, what you're about to be doing coming up in the next week or so? Oh man we
1: are <laughs> Oh gosh We are going to uh, We are getting ready To take the kids To go see the mouse Down in uh, Down in the, the Orlando mouse. Going, going, yeah, going, to, going give, to the mouse Going to give all our money To the mouse <laughs> Taking the kids To Disney World Oh man So when's the last time Y'all went We went uh, Three years ago um, We try to take uh, Anytime Anytime a new kid is born When they get uh, When they get to be around uh, Around two years old So uh, we took my um, My nephew Three years ago, he had turned two. We take, we took him out there then, and so now my daughter is about to turn three, and so we're taking her out there.
0: Man, that's exciting. You Did you go ahead and put him on notice mm. to get the, the beer garden uh, fully stocked <laughs> and ready to go? <laughs> my, my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I told
1: her Epcot money. <laughs> Epcot <laughs> money. Is that, where, is that where you go, yeah.
0: Epcot? Uh, I haven't been to Disney World since I was like 11 years old, so maybe one of these days I'll, I'll make my way down there. Caleb, yeah.
2: have you been to Disney World? Oh yeah, we used to go so what we did with our family um back when I was younger is we did a every 2 years Thanksgiving week was mm-hmm. Disney week. And so we did that for I think maybe 4 or 5 times so um so we went it was I mean I have great memories of it. Like it was yep. fun, it was, you know, we had a big group of people. We did have to wear matching t-shirts. Oh, so man. there are a lot of pictures. <laughs> you can't <floating>. get lost <laughs> in the set. <sand. laughs> man, there are a lot of pictures of some uh like a group of like Twenty of us extended family all wearing the same T-shirts, um, and we'd have different hey, colored. Can you days. those pictures? Yeah. to me there, Caleb. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I actually got to make sure those are deleted. Like, I'm gonna go, go yeah. and delete them all. True right story. Now. I deleted a bunch of pictures off my old Facebook account when I saw how easy <laughs> it was for Hunter to find some of the some of the pictures from high school and college. So you had uh, some good ones, Caleb. Purged, I'm not gonna lie. I've purged some of those.
0: Oh, man. Um, so what else? You uh, you guys got anything else going on before you get back to school other than going to Disney World? Or is that going to be pretty much it?
1: No, that, that'll that be pretty much uh, pretty much it. We're, right now, we're just trying to, with uh, with everything going on with uh, Southwest Airlines, we're trying to make sure we got everything squared away just in case we do have to drive.
0: Yeah. How, what, how long of a drive is that? 11 hours?
1: Uh, you know what? I, I thought it was around 11 or 12, and then I put it on the old uh, Google Maps last night. It was like 9 hours and 42 minutes.
0: Oh, nice i tell you what, that 49 uh, cleanup has uh, shortened that drive a lot. Shortened it up. It's it's pretty nice. Um, That's where the other two hours went. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Right, right. right. Uh, Caleb, you got anything uh, to add to outside the box before you you have to go? No, I'm getting ready to stay inside the box because apparently Tyler's taking a couple days off in January here, so I'm getting ready to hold it down and live vicariously through Tyler's vacation coming up. Uh, no, we're, we're good. We're just, uh, I'm excited about being back. We traveled a little bit, uh, for Christmas. And so now no new year's plans. We went to new Orleans for a quick trip and then came back. And so I'm going to hunt a little bit this weekend and enjoy new years. And then, uh, we'll be ready to roll. I'm excited about this year.
0: We don't have anything going on either. We went to mobile Christmas Eve, came back Christmas day. So I got my traveling done for a little while. I don't want to drive for for a little bit, so that's that's about. We don't have much much of anything going on, just ready to start the new year off strong. Crawfish
2: season's coming up soon. Oh yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah, still it is, looking it forward to. We've got the winter classic, and I remember the last couple years, the the night after the winter classic, going and having crawfish for the first time. So uh, paying seven ninety nine a pound or whatever it is early in the year, but um, we're gonna throw down either it'll, way. Hey,
0: inflation, it'll probably be ten dollars a pound now.
2: It may. I did get the scoop uh when we were in New Orleans. Apparently it's going to be a bad year for crawfish because of this freeze we just had. So it killed all the big look ones. Look for the prices, but Mudbugs is still going to get my money. Oh yeah, it's, they it's always the, do. Oh it's yeah, the, the, best yeah, the time, winter classic the best coming up. Year. We
0: got that coming up the last uh last weekend of January, three-person team. Looking forward to that. It's going to be a good time as always. Um yeah, I don't really have anything to add outside the box today. Uh, no, yeah, I kind of I don't have anything going on. Um, recommends? Yeah. Chris, you got anything you want to recommend you haven't been on in a while? You, you watched any good shows or anything lately? I, um, I'm finishing or I'm making my way
1: through the uh, the new uh, uh, Jack Ryan on, yeah. uh, on Amazon. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. It's yeah. solid.
0: So uh, we just started this TV show last night that Caleb recommended called Head. The Head. The Head. Well, the Head. Okay. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> is. HBO. it is not called Head. The, it's called it The called Head. The yeah. Head. It's on HBO, and it's about a crew of people in, on, in Antarctica, and apparently they stay for six months when the sun goes down, so it's dark for six months, and then um, the, the other crew comes back at the end of the six months, and... Find a bunch of people dead, so they're trying to figure out what went, what went wrong. So it sounds pre- pretty good. Yeah, it. it, it we watched two yeah, episodes. I don't so know far, where this good.
2: came from. Apparently, it was on uh, HBO Japan first produced it, and then uh, some other country. But it's in English. There's one part where there's subtitles, just a little bit. But uh, yeah, we found it on Christmas Day. Sarah and I were just laying around. We we did a puzzle. Um, we were just kind of hanging out, taking a lazy day, and she found the show. and We're like, let's go for it. It's cold outside antarctica it seemed to fit and we watched the entire season all six episodes that uh that day and so season two came out actually too so you got two seasons they're both very similar so that's my recommend as well the head
0: and it's on what now hbo it's on hbo max we've been kind of in a show hole as well we're we're watching 1923 i don't know what year they're on now it's yellowstone something harrison ford yeah yeah we watched the first two episodes uh there's a there uh, a part about a guy who is, like, a, he, he hunts lions and, like, man-eating animals and stuff in Africa. And I read a book about that a long time ago, so I thought it was pretty fascinating. It's a pretty cool part of the show. But um, there's only been two episodes so far, but we've been watching that, and that's been pretty good. And we've been watching Tulsa King as well with Sylvester Stallone. That's been pretty good. So kind of doing all the Yellowstone stuff.
1: Yeah, I tried to I tried to get through uh, House of the Dragon. It just didn't, it didn't rope me in. Didn't rope you in. No. It's
0: slow till the end of the first season. It's yeah, really yeah. slow. I need to get get back in there it, and finish uh, it up. I guess. And uh, Tyler Tyler read the book, so uh, I might have to go it's back. It's even review. slower. Yeah, the book is it's more of like a, a history book. So, all right, that's that's a pretty good recommends, guys. Anything uh, you want to add before we uh, wrap it up and send Chris on his way back to uh, back
2: to high school? Can't <laughs> uh, wait can I go to high school. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Chris, you're welcome back anytime. To, yeah, yeah, uh, wa- yeah. to watch us film the podcast. Yeah, man. Once
1: uh, once soccer gets done, I'll you know, I'll have more free time in the afternoon. I'll be able to get back. So oh, yeah.
0: I need to. I look forward to it. Yeah. yeah today was rough. I, was <laughs> I wasn't gonna comment on any <laughs> yeah. of your fitness level. I was gonna just let everybody. Chris was like, oh, let that, everybody that, imagine. Been a minute. Yeah. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Okay. Well, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you next time.